if if that second stimulus check drops, and I'm sure it totally will, uh, what I'm going to spend it on is, well, first of all, I'm going to need to buy a garage. Second of all, I'm going to get a shark tank and a dolphin tank, and just those those guys can have a podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm sure that w- that you know the fucking like 800 bucks maybe or whatever we get that'll that'll cover it yeah. Do you think it's happening? Like, I mean, I feel like the Democrats. I hate to think this cynically, but like, I, do you think it's true that Democrats are just gonna hold off on it just so Trump doesn't get any credit for it or something? Yeah, probably. No, that's exactly that's exactly what they're doing. Uh, yeah, that's 100. I wonder if it'll backfire on them because so many things do backfire on them. It's oh like, yeah, I mean. Yeah. I mean, having the thing is, the wake up call recently was having Diane Feinstein, uh, you know, be the head of these, uh, you know, these Supreme Court hearings, to like, and just basically letting just ride and fucking just like Cody Barrett's nuts, yeah, just, yeah, just just giving her the job. I love that, like, their whole thing was like, haha, we have our ace up the sleeve. <laughs> it's Diane Feinstein, well known girl boss, <laughs> well known girl well-known... boss, and Confederate sympathizer. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> one wait, second what? here. Yeah, and it's like so. Like now they're all backpedaling and like. Everyone at the Hill is like saying, and by the Hill, I mean in DC, they're all saying like, yeah, it is really sad to see someone sort of just like, you know, completely lose it. It's hard to watch it in real time. It's like, bitch, she's been this way always. What are you talking yeah. about? Wow, She's just another old just... rich fuck. It's terrible. <laughs> Grandma's just suddenly so delusional. I couldn't tell you, you know, where that came from. QAnon? She just <laughs> believes it now. <laughs> I mean, it's not like she was giving us colloidal silver when we were babies. She was like, doing a bit. <laughs> and she just she was Psychic Dolphin Garage. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode from the Psychic Dolphin Garage. I'm Zach. I'm Bo. And I'm Dennis. And we have another guest with us today. It's Trevor from Champagne Sharks. How you doing, Trevor? I'm pretty good. How you doing? We are doing fantastic here today. It is great to have mm-hmm. you on. Yeah, uh, it really is. Yeah, we love not only collaborating with other leftist content creators, but also um, it's really nice to bring uh, interesting, funny people onto our show and, uh, and just get to spend, you know, an hour, uh, you know, uh, we promise we won't keep you in the booth for six hours like we did our last guest. Um, <laughs> what was that about? What happened? Well, was we were doing. We did, just get out of control. Reenactment. It was a reenactment of the Saw. Uh, Saw three. <laughs> uh, it got a little out of hand, but we didn't lose any limbs, so I think it turned out just fine. Yeah, not losing uh, kept, limbs. We kept doing the "Hey, have you saw saw joke?" until they laughed, and uh, <laughs> you know what? Eventually, eventually, the sleep deprivation got through to. Them, so there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well um you are from the champagne sharks obviously you guys run uh run your own podcast um and uh i i i guess i'd like to ask you know what uh what is kind of the what is the what is the sales pitch for uh for listening to your show over anyone else's yeah i don't know like uh it's one of those things where the purpose of the show kind of drifted so it's just become whatever you want to talk about uh hell yeah the idea of the show when we started out was uh we wanted to do a podcast about race that would be the kind of podcast about race that we couldn't find out there that we want to listen to so it was like 
what if we took it from the example of because we were like race writing is always like writing about um non-white people for uh, white people so we said mm-hmm. like, what if we did something uh like why can't race writing be about talking about white people um to non-white people and that was kind of what our, <laughs> our thing was so we would kind of like try to um explain white culture like the white mind or whatever uh in a way that we felt like people always do whether the writer is white or black or um non-black person of color it always seems to be mm. at the end of the day explaining non-white people to um white people to a, like a white audience yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so we kind of want to play with that idea a little bit and the beginning i think we were kind of um on uh, consistent with that but now i just think mm-hmm. we can kind of talk about whatever whatever uh, we feel we're talking about so <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah yeah i mean, I mean we're still, like 300 yeah. weeks into quarantine so <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that that could mess uh you know even the most dedicated like, show yeah show uh, yeah. uh structure you know to just like god what's happening this week that's ha- that was this week um so uh yeah no that it's a very cool uh it's a very cool show. I have not listened to enough of it because I am a bad podcast listener. <laughs> oh, I'm a pod- I'm a bad podcast listener too. Like I I get it because it gets to be kind of like work. So, I mean, who the fuck would listen to podcasts? Am I right? <laughs> what kind of rubes? What kind of asshole? No. Yeah, you're just you're just doing Apple work at the end of the day. You're like, oh shit, they talked about this already. Oh wow, that guest was really good. Fuck, now I gotta get a really, really good guest to talk on when we talk about that topic. Shit. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, I used to listen to I used to listen to a lot of them, but um when we only had like one or two hours a week of like content we were doing, it wasn't that bad. But when we started like streaming mm-hmm. and then um doing like movie and book night and different things. Uh-huh. it started becoming like a lot of content i'm like I, last thing i wanted to do was like listen to like another podcast um after doing this so yeah yeah, yeah. i've just yeah, been watching like star of... trek and next generation oh hell yeah 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 that is kind yeah. of what we started doing once we started streaming as well y- you heard like... it here first kids don't start a podcast <laughs> <laughs> if you like podcasts don't start one. also god knows we don't need the competition <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly please don't there's only so many newspapers and podcasts that need to exist before communism mm. can be uh before communism can be reached um <laughs> achieved but I, I guess you know, on the path to on the path to establishing a, a communist state, of course, uh, the first thing that we'll have to do is figure out, um, you know, will there still be ride sharing? Uh, forget feeding the people. Forget, uh, uh, you know, forget uh, so social necessary labor versus labor that isn't socially necessary. Uh, you know, the real question on everyone's mind is, uh, you know, will it be taxi drivers? Will we have a we have a state-owned uh, ride-sharing the, app. The real no, yeah, really fucking I, economic justice, racial justice, social justice. Fuck that. I want to know if after the revolution, I can call a random stranger and get inside their fucking you know early 2010s Hyundai Sonata and uh, you know enjoy <laughs> uh, enjoy their playlist of just you know whatever fucking Pandora happens to pull up. Yeah, if you're toyota camry that is blaring the joe rogan experience does not smell like weed 
I'm gonna get another Uber. Yeah, yeah. You're. I, I am. I'm leaving a bad review. Getting that right there, and uh, mm-hmm. call him one that does smell like weed. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> guess what? If you think that that communism, that right chain under communism is gonna be is gonna smell like weed, um, just wait till you figure out what companies. Uh, these two shell companies owned by Alphabet and General Motors, respectively. Um, um, that's cool. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Very trustworthy, uh, you know, not at all creepy fucking companies. Both of them mm-hmm. definitely the have best people. do not be evil in their uh, in their bylaws. So you know that they're <laughs> well, they good. used to apparently. Oh, they used. To, wait, that's not. Uh-oh. Yeah, Google. Google took uh-oh. it out. Uh oh. Well, oh, did they? I didn't know that. Yeah, Google took out "Don't be evil." Yeah. Because they can no longer justify what they're doing is not evil. <laughs> yeah, Damn. you're almost better at not putting that in there ever than to have in the first place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because like because you at least give yourself the wiggle room to accidentally become evil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then you can go, oh no, we have to go back to our roots of not being evil. And it's like an nah. admission too, almost. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> It, it it's like if you like put on your resume like you know oh yeah from you know fucking 2006 to 2010 i was i don't know not doing crimes or something you know <laughs> not not mm-hmm. stealing from my uh, from my job or something yeah I've, i wasn't i wasn't in south america orchestrating a coup i I've, i wasn't I've, taking half hour long <laughs> uh, bathroom breaks every hour <laughs> I've started to see on all the job applications, like, you know, have you ever committed any crimes? What would show up on your background check? And it's like, I I don't, I mean. Fucking run it. Run I, it, you cowards. I, yeah. I'm not going to admit anything. You tell me what's on there. Yeah, like, why play those games? <laughs> it's like an extra layer of anxiety that I think they just get off on. Yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. It's the managerial class. That's what they do. Working yeah. in HR is got to is just sick fucks that just all there. It's their absolute and total pleasure to just torture candidates all day long. Uh-huh. Um. A- anyways, uh, uh, to to kind of get us back uh on the road here. Uh, <laughs> is, Funny. Has gotten a license to uh to operate driverless vehicles Funny. in San Francisco. <laughs> Cruise. I'm sorry. Is- <laughs> Cruise is the company that is owned uh uh that is owned by General Motors. Uh Waymo is owned by Alphabet who also owns Google and they've been doing this in Phoenix. So we're already starting to see the rideshare market expand to driverless cars which means that not only are they not creating jobs, they're also it- uh they're also just like generating profit in a space that would normally direct you know they would normally profit uh drivers taxi unionized taxi drivers right drivers like forget prop Mm -hmm. 22 prop 22 sucks uh Mm -hmm. vote vote no on prop 22 if you're in california yeah vote no prop 22 sucks but that we're already like we've already been outmoded we're the old version of this outmoder you Mm -hmm. might say Mm. yeah but so here's the thing in the communist utopia, when we have reached full statelessness, this is actually what we want. We don't want people driving and like doing these things. This is, the driving is dangerous work. If everything was automated, you know, you wouldn't even need stoplights. Yeah. But like, we're nowhere near there. So let's not just put people out of work right now. I mean, we do need a testing ground for it, but 
I don't know if you yeah, had San, a company. San Francisco was, is not the place to do it. If you had a company that was like profit sharing all of this stuff between all of its drivers, yeah. and you added a and you had a larger fleet and more and more of it was automated and profit sharing increased, then it would make sense as like a as like you were doing something to improve the lives of your workers. Yeah. If if for some reason you made this a co-op. Yeah, I don't know how you figure that one out. Yeah, but I don't know. Ocean Ocean well, Spray is a first of all. Why don't don't put uh you know or put you know don't be evil back in first. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a good first step, and then <laughs> step two, don't be evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, the idea of a driverless car going around the extremely tight bends of San Francisco is Ooh. just oh yeah, what what a fucking city to test that out in, huh? Yeah. Oh boy! Oh god! I'm getting anxiety thinking about it. I <laughs> yeah. last time I went to San Francisco, like getting around that city was like hell. I like I wanted to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge just trying to like figure my way how to get through that fucking city. Like it is, it is impossible. Also, it smells like fish. The entire city. Also, like <laughs> why, why make a driver's driverless car? Like, like just because you can invent it. Like, like why? Like, like I just feel like they just invent things to invent them. Um, yeah, I mean, it would be, it is kind of the, it is kind of the forefront of like AI training, right? That, that you want to train things, train the computers to see the world in the way that we see it and interact with it in the way that we interact with. So instead of reimagining transit and reimagining the way that we travel in a way that would make sense to an automated system, we've simply said, no, uh humans are full of hubris and therefore you have to do the thing the way that we do it also uh, the cherry on top of all of this is is this is only for uh this is only for the gentry this is not for the working class you know the working class people of the bay area take bart and they take buses like they they are i was gonna say yeah san francisco is a pretty robust uh fucking public transit system yeah. yeah, this is this is literally for that Google employee who wrote a letter to the mayor complaining about the homeless people and how it scared his like, you know, corn fed family. <laughs> yeah, this is not they were not training, you know, driverless buses or automated uh, uh, trains you know, or something. Train, yeah. Tram system, mm-hmm. whatever, which trams are pretty yeah. automated, like for the most part, they just have someone in the seat to to push the stop button if they right. need I to. Right. I mean, I mean, that that is literally what San Francisco has. They still have cable cars. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that that's not going anywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's the it's the <laughs> ever it's the ever boiling pot of capitalism. Like, you know, what's coming to the surface this time? Oh, we're going to automate. Uh, you know the worst, the worst kind of of magic eight ball. Like we're gonna automate taxis. <laughs> all right. Like um, I don't Just know all the shitty stuff. There. I don't know if you guys know this because I think this is, a lot of times I find something out like super late, and it turns out everybody knew it except for me. I only just mm-hmm. found out what was up with all those capture stuff and are you a robot? Um, do mm. you guys know mm-hmm. um what the deal with all that is? I, I yeah I do because I I read so much text. Because Zach's a fucking nerd, yeah. Oh okay, yeah. I mean, I just can't <laughs> believe they just use you for like free um software development. Like I was wondering why is it making me click this many hydrants and, and even scarier. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like they're using you to program the AI of the um 
uh, driving. So does this have a whole yeah s- bunch of data? But also, like, apparently, I'd be a really bad AI. Like, I fail that stuff <laughs> all the time anyway. <laughs> yeah, like, is this is this a stop sign? Is this a fucking crosswalk? Yeah. Like, well, I, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. If, if you know, I think if they really want to, like Zach was saying, you know, train these robots to be... Uh, like, and I'm going to continue to say robots, not AIs, because fucking saying robots <laughs> is way funnier. Uh, if they want to train these robots to, uh, you know, drive well, like, and drive in a human fashion and understand things in a human fashion, you got to program road rage in those babies. you got to put them in fucking drive time traffic, 5 o'clock, Dallas, Texas, 75, trying to, you know, get from your shitty job to your shitty home and just, just fill them full of rage. Yeah. Oh yeah, you you can't have you cannot have the AI trained by someone who like drives in LA traffic. It, you <laughs> That's how you, you get terminated. Have, yeah. Yeah, you would get the term like everyone is simultaneously an aggressive and also a non-aggressive driver. Yeah. Like I don't know how you aggressively drive slow but then speed up beyond like all belief, but I don't <laughs> LA traffic seems to do it. Yeah. Think about it. No, yeah, think about it. It's it's a fucking robot that can, uh, you know, speed up to just like just tap your bumper and then stop. Yeah, no, it's it's cool that like captcha is not only like a tool to like protect us from bots on the internet and botting stuff, but it's also it's just free data. It's free real estate for training AIs with. Yeah, um, I feel like also you know at some point once we train AI well enough, it just becomes, it becomes a method of removing drivers from the road that aren't good enough at driving. Like if you're, if you're, if you're so bad at driving that the, that the, you know, the driving AI recognizes you as a bad driver, they just, it just pushes you off the road. It, they just, all the cars work together to push your car off the road and then everyone continues driving. That's Um, a good point. Yeah. Like, or they start having like, um, AI that kind of adjusts for your bad driving. So it keeps you on the road, but it's like making like little adjustments, uh, micro adjustments. And suddenly you have um, mm-hmm. all oh, types yeah, yeah. of people on the road who uh, shouldn't be on it. Myself, for instance. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's like uh, the Facebook, um, Facebook suggested comments, but for driving and like you turn <laughs> the wheel a little bit and it doesn't go and you're like, Oh, okay, that's cool. Whatever. Like you're in control, but you're not really in control. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. you have to I, put a destination in whenever you start driving. Like, mm, that's interesting. I, I, I think it, it, it should be stressed too that like this in itself is not you know evil or nefarious or whatever. Like again, you know, self-driving vehicles is a cool thing, but like, god damn, it'd be way better if Google wasn't uh, you know, the one like controlling it. Yeah. yeah, a lot of this stuff is, is written on open source software. So technically, everyone already owns a lot of the tools that they're using to create these very complex systems. Um, and they couldn't make these complex systems without open source tools because nobody has enough money to invest enough time and energy into these projects to create them. Because that's what the point of open source is that so many people contribute to these projects unpaid um that that creates something better Mm. um and i do i'm going to make a video on this eventually but but like even like captcha like that's a free to use tool that somebody one day said hey we're going to take all this and we're going to start feeding it like better images and we're going to use it to train these ai because so many people use it it's such a widespread thing 
you couldn't pay people enough money to sit in front of computers and do capture checks all day, but we do it for free without thinking about it. Millions of people online do every day. And, uh, and, uh, and it sucks that, that even though humanity as a whole, you, bleh, humanity as a whole has contributed to these wonderful advances that we don't profit as a, as, you know, we don't profit as a species. We don't get checks for um all the capture that we've uh <laughs> all the well we've well out. no you, you're absolutely uh, entitled to profit from it if you feel like paying you know 50 dollars to go a block in a fucking uh magic car uh, and that's how you profit from it, it yeah it yeah you know <laughs> a thousand a thousand bucks to go to the fucking airport or something <laughs> you can get on the bart for like i don't know like a fucking five dollar day pass i don't know i don't know what public transit costs i live in a in a shithole state so yeah yeah <laughs> what could trans public transit cost like ten dollars <laughs> <laughs> texas is a hellhole um well there's no better there's no better way to talk about the different ways that we are a hellhole than to discuss the story of um of uh of the water that we bring across the border from mexico um mm -hmm. there are several there are, i'm I, i'm not sure the exact amount but i know that we do we are shipped like a certain amount of water because of uh, geography the way rivers flow and work um right uh, that mexico sends water to the united states and mm -hmm. there is this has not really been talked about widely that i've seen but there are farmers that have actually uh seized uh one of the dams that sends us water um uh they've seized a dam in boquilla mexico mm -hmm. boquilla boquilla mexico. right <laughs> <laughs> very good all right they seized the dam in boquilla uh <laughs> boquilla mexico <laughs> the farmers armed themselves with sticks, rocks, and homemade shields, ambushed hundreds of soldiers guarding a dam, and seized control of the border region's most important bodies of water. Mm -hmm. uh, this is, I mean, th there's lots of ways to talk about this, like climate catastrophe is imminent, um, you know, feeding people is the most important thing that we could possibly do at this point in time, and, it, you know, never been more important than now. Uh, and will continue to be a more important thing as climate change gets worse. Yeah. Also, mm -hmm. like sending water across borders. Like, yeah, let let you know we do need to like control the natural resources to some extent and make sure that we're using them properly. Um, especially, you know, if once we've created a dam, uh, we need to not just grow a bunch of almond trees with all that water. We need to grow useful mm -hmm. things for people that hey, are, man, I don't Nestle's know, starving. Hey, man, Nestle's CEO needs that, needs that extra, you know, couple million dollars, all right? Yeah. Right. So, like, I don't... I'm, I'm trying to double-check where exactly in uh, Mexico this is because from my understanding, Boquillo's, like in the center of the state so we're not just ship we're getting water shipped from like a border city if it's from boquillo it's very deep in uh in the country oh like, yeah it's 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 like yeah. in the oh, like it's, it's southeastern part of yeah. chihuahua yeah yeah it's in chihuahua yeah i was like i was like chihuahua uh, chihuahua is on the border with texas but it's like that's southeastern part that's really deep into this into the country oh, i mean yeah it's about as far the... from like el paso as i am from el paso so you yeah know, it's 
It's it's it's not exactly like a short trip uh, up to the border to mm-hmm. give these decadent Americans their uh, their drinkies, you know. Yeah, this is a, right. a, reserv- a reservoir deep inside of Mexico that flows into the United States at some point, and mm-hmm. um, you know, the article says uh, it's, this has been one of the driest years in the last three decades for Chihuahua, the Mexican border state responsible for seeing the bulk of the water Mexico owes Mexico owes. Uh, its farmers have rebelled, worried that losing any more water will rob them of a chance for a healthy harvest next year. Which, good. Yeah. Take that water. I don't need that water. I don't know I, what you, Texas is doing. We're growing. We're growing. Mm-hmm. Whatever we're growing, we're doing it with prison labor. We don't deserve that. <laughs> right. The thing is, I I did a I did a short video series about this, uh, specifically in uh, in regarding uh, California. Uh, or one video, uh, basically how California got a bunch of the the water that we have here uh, was because of some rich assholes from back east who decided to divert water from the uh, Colorado River over into California. But one of the big things about this time, and you know, I don't know how the Americans were able to finagle their way around this one. Um, well, I do know actually, uh, with with extortion, with finagling, um, yeah. Uh, it like. During this this time in the late 1800s, when all of this like water war was beginning, uh, in California at least, it was illegal for uh Mexican companies to do business with American companies like the like directly like this. Like uh, you had like you couldn't you, you had to do it like through the state basically. Uh, you couldn't have like an American company in Mexico. Um, and because they were technically taking Mexican water and diverting it to California, uh, you know, they, the, the Mexican, uh, government wasn't very happy about that, but, uh, this, uh, this guy that I'm forgetting the name of right now, this American, uh, paid off the consulate in, uh, San Francisco and, uh, promised him a big old ranch or something like that. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't a big deal after that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and now, here's your ranch, what bud. Was f- I'm sure nothing will ever <laughs> and, come of this, uh, of, of, yeah. of any gravity. Mm-hmm. And now what was formerly a desert, uh, you know, uh, the San Bernardino uh, or what we call the Imperial Empire um, uh, is, uh, or I should say the Inland Empire is, uh, has a lot of grassland. Uh, didn't, it hasn't for like millions of years. Uh, also completely unsustainable because there's no water there. Yeah. Like, so, uh, you know. It's just a ticking uh, dust storm or time bomb of a dust storm. So, yeah, it's, this is all great that we're all kind of just sort of repeating history and over and over again uh, because we're diverting water away from, you know, the people that need it to, uh, you know, I don't know. What do they grow in Texas? I don't know. And which part of Texas <laughs> so is like, this? So like, is it for the whole <laughs> state? Is it a certain part? I'm, I'm not sure of, of where exactly this goes in to. I mean... I assume it's through I assume it's in El Paso. Like, yeah, yeah, I assume it's through El Paso. I assume it's like, you know, all this uh all this panhandle area. I mean yeah, I mean because that part Armist- that part's Amistad a desert. Reservoir is like is like big, but that's like Del Rio. Like El Paso has you know, the Rio Grande is the entire border of Texas. But it's not mm-hmm. like it's not like that's where we do most of our growing. Like most of our growing happens like where it's, you know, in East Texas where it's a little, uh, a little wetter. It's not like actual desert. 
So so I have no fucking idea where all this water needs to go. Midland Odessa. They can shoot it into the ground <laughs> and get more oil out. <laughs> some fucking shithole oil town where they just like that's all they do there it's it's like oil dudes and like five fast food intersections mm-hmm. i mean we could just we need to make a uh we need to make the uh the tesla tunnel that goes from east texas uh like, <laughs> you know uh the sam rayburn reservoir all the way over to midland Honestly, yeah. fuck Midland and Odessa. Those are literally just oil towns still. Yeah, but you know what? Even more so, fuck Lubbock. Uh, okay, fuck Lubbock just on general principle. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Midland and Odessa for being literally just oil towns where we yeah. just frack. I don't know anything about these towns. I'm sure they're lovely. I'm just kidding. I do know they're all right. <laughs> That's it. That's literally all I know about them. Even more yeah. so, Lubbock's got Texas Tech. And that's, that's you know, a nukable offense on its own, I would say. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Amarillo is worse just because there's that song that has Amarillo in it, and I can't think. Also, of a no s- one, n- no one says the name correctly. Like Amarillo, Amarillo, Amarillo. Well, that that was offensive. Yeah, yeah. Come on, fucking Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> you got Bokia right, but then you just like decided that was not your path. Nobody that wasn't says. A- nobody calls it Amarillo, Texas. It's Amarillo. I know. It's it's Amarillo. It's like Los Feliz over here. No one's <laughs> Los <Feliz>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's uh, terrible. <laughs> or yeah. San Antonio. San Antonio. San Antonio. Yep. <laughs> San Antoine. <laughs> San Antoine. If yeah, if you're from, if you're from Louisiana. Get a, get a real fucking French Canadian, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking terrible. Jesus. This uh, this is a shithole country. We're just stealing water from <laughs> yeah. God bless Texas. The New York Times, um, their their title for this is "This is a war," uh, which I hope the I hope Mexico wins. Um, gotta, well, gotta, like Mexico, the people, not Mexico, their national guard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good distinction there. Good distinction there. Yeah, I think it's worth um, saying because that's that's who's being sent to, uh, you know, stop these people from, uh, you know, keeping their water. Yeah, they then do go on to say it's a sign of a growing conflict over increasingly scarce resources, not because natural resources are scarce, mind you. So, I, you know, a lot of nuance that we need to help the New York Times out here with. Not because resources are scarce, but because they're being sucked up by useless companies that do... What do they do with the water? They bottle it up and then say that it's, like, from the Swiss mountains... Uh huh. Fiji, <laughs> fucking yeah. Fiji water actually is from Fiji, but that is like uh like the the uh the guy who like runs Fiji is like a dictator. So. Yeah. So avoid Fiji. Not, water. not worth the vaporwave clout, unfortunately. No. Also, also fucking three dollars a bottle or whatever is not worth the uh, vaporwave clout either. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just buy it the one time and refill it. Yeah, exactly, and refill it with vodka. Yeah. You know, real really really get lost in the sauce there. Fill it with vodka. I mean that when is that ever a bad uh you know, a bad bit of advice? Yeah, as Thundercat vodka. said, if you're gonna fill your water bottle with vodka, I forget the rest of the quote. That's it. So uh, yeah, I honestly uh, yeah, whatever we're 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 doing we don't need to do. Uh Mr. Vildorain 42 years old. Gentleman said he never saw himself as the type of person who would lead hundreds over a hill to overwhelm a group of soldiers protecting a 
cachet of automatic weapons. But there he was, in a video posted on Facebook, escorting a Mexican general out of the Volquia Dam on the day he led the takeover. That's pretty badass, yeah. Wait, so what, I, what, did, he, what did he do? Can you... He... So, they... There was not, like, a... This is not, like, a big battle. The... The... Apparently, the, uh... Like, the National Guard that was in there was, like, kind of lax. They weren't, like... They didn't have, like, embankments set up. And so, the farmers came with their weapons, and they kind of just walked in and said this is ours now we don't have to fight and then they just led the the general uh and and the uh the guardsmen out and there there there's a video on facebook showing them like the general's putting his bags in the car and they're just kind of like driving them off and stuff so this was not like it's interesting i i kind of want to know more i kind of want to know you know how um, you know, how much the army kind of agrees with these farmers. Uh, right. Because it certainly didn't play out like it would here in the United States. Yeah, where <laughs> the massacre of, of 87 farmers just went, uh, nobody talked about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Or mm. it would be seen as a as an American victory against, Christ. like, anarchists or whatever. <laughs> they just redress all the bodies in black and red. We call them <laughs> Antifa. God, that would be terrible. Um, anti farmers, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anti farmers, that'd be a good one. Just uh, <laughs> like anti farmers insurance. What are you growing? I'm growing soup for my family. You know, it's funny when uh, <laughs> Trump re- revealed uh, released some kind of plan for Black America a couple of weeks ago, and one of the uh, platforms on it was like Antifa. And uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, what does that even have to do with helping a black people? Like, it was just the weirdest thing he put in there as one of the major parts. So his plan for black America designated um, Antifa, Antifa as a terrorist organization. I was just trying to think which black oh, people my God. were really uh, clamoring, like, we need this done. <laughs> the I'm, I'm sure, uh, you know, Cause I can I'm think sure of Candace a couple Owens other groups. was really, uh, really relieved by that declaration, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can think of a couple other groups that like would probably benefit black people more if it they were designated, designated as terrorist, terrorist organizations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the United States government themselves, like, can <laughs> they designate themselves? <laughs> could as, you like, a fucking imagine? Just like no, mm-hmm. you know, nothing changes. Of course, like, there's no like restorative justice or anything. It's just a statement mm-hmm. put out by the president, like, our bad guys. We've mm-hmm. kind of been dropping the ball on the whole like not being horrible and racist thing. Are bad. Yeah. Was it wasn't it Syria who uh, designated uh, the United States government as a terrorist organization? Honestly, uh, big it was, a, it was Yeah, it was this. It was some Middle Eastern uh, country. I don't remember which one. Yeah. But yeah, the United States government is indeed a uh, uh, a terrorist organization. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> which is you know it's nice. It's at least at least they say keep your enemies close. Uh, or they say keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. Like we've just installed them at the center of the entire <laughs> media circus, so that we can keep an eye on them all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> which, uh, which of course is why we can't let George W. Bush just uh, just die in in his painting's room, surrounded by the faces <laughs> of all the people that he killed. We have to keep dragging him onto the Ellen Show. Yep. Oh, yeah. that we still know what he did. I, you, you love to watch a dude who, uh, you know, kicked off a war that killed millions of uh, innocent Iraqis, uh, you know, doing Fortnite dances on daytime TV. 
What is the yeah. latest with the Ellen thing? Is she off the air? Was she canceled? Like I think I it's know. time to admit like, that canceling doesn't work. It's, it's just yeah. I think it's time because like there's been so much coming out about her being like just a fucking terrible person to work with and in general too, and it's just like no, nah, I'm sure she's probably still doing her yeah. show. Uh, um, she still has yeah. Season eighteen is happening. I think Kim Kim Jong. I wish that was. Kim Jong Un. Um, <laughs> it's Kim Jong that's on her show. Yeah, she's still. I think season eighteen is her. I think this is this the, year's season. So yeah, so she's still doing it. It's just it's just happening. Canceling yeah. doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, canceling doesn't. Yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't hurt the powerful. Like it doesn't hurt anyone in power or with any significant amount of money. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, like uh, you know, fucking if if you have the fucking means to uh be in that position of power in the first place like fucking so what if if people are saying mean things about you on twitter like you'll you know wipe up your tears in your fucking mansion and go back to making you know ridiculous amounts of money yeah i mean we talk a lot about like i guess we don't talk a lot about it i guess there's a lot of discussion about the type of people that we want to be in these places and there is not a world in which as like her content was good or useful for any real purpose and so it's not like we suffered a loss because one of the great content creators who makes content for you know as an as a uh as a a representative of of you know the gays um yeah. you know, we're we're not losing anything that is precious or sacred to us. <laughs> she is our golden she is our golden calf. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's it's really not a fucking uh I, I don't think people are clamoring for the Ellen show to remain on air, you know. Yeah. I, well the only the only people who were defending her were other celebrities. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, so it's like, like the, the literal the literal yeah, the literal writers of the show who like or the like former writers of the show are like mm no, I mean she gave us a bunch She's... of cocaine, so she was cool in my book. Even, even <laughs> some celebrities are kind of bashful though. Like that guy Brad Garrett from Everyone, Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh yeah, he was like yeah, she's a scumbag. I think <laughs> I was like, that's surprising. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, you know, what's weird too is hard to tell. Is I feel like when you're kind of um, plugged into like cool online circles which feels like a, a contradiction in terms but um but <laughs> all my cool friends on the internet yeah yeah exactly like like but when, when you're like in that uh twitter media cycle or you're uh reading things like slate and box or buzzfeed or whatever or even like, uh-huh. like like jacobin you kind of really lose track of what like you would think Mad Men and the wire are like the most popular shows anyone's ever seen. You think everybody's watching things like um, Watchmen and Lovecraft Country or, or Girls, and then mm. you know because it's all the people are talking about. It. Then you look at the ratings, and like number one is um, like NCI- five people tuned into yeah fucking whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> NCIS uh, Idaho is like no, number three in the country. <laughs> um, um, they got to figure out who fucking. Buried Trample that body the in the potato field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like when I saw like what the actual ratings were for stuff and like two and a half men was just crushing uh 
for wow. years. But I've never seen anyone tweet. I've never seen a hashtag ever, two and a half men. I've never seen that. I've never seen a <laughs> two and a half men thread. But I've seen, yeah, you've like, never you've never met anybody and they're like, oh, I fucking love two and a half men. I'm a huge two and a half men head. I would, you know, <laughs> if Charlie Sheen asked me to kill someone, I would do it on the spot. Yeah, they have a cool name, like 2.5ers, they call themselves online. <laughs> like, like, never seen anything like that. All, 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 all the discourse in the 2.5er fan. <laughs> yeah, God. exactly. So, but, I, I'm, I'm a two and a half Menshevik. <laughs> <laughs> So like, I wonder if that's like how it is with Ellen. Like, you know, we just don't see it. Like, this is not on our radar. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the most normal place you could find it. Like, maybe it's like a listserv or something, or maybe it's like a <laughs> Facebook group. Where it's, Ellen, it's what it is. Is it's the dentist's office? It's the doctor's <laughs> office. It's yeah. waiting yeah. rooms across America. That is where real middle class, hardworking, corn eating Americans reside. That is where they are. Is they're getting their checkups. Because <laughs> they're all sick all the time. Yeah, and they listen to radio. They listen to radio yeah. and they watch Ellen DeGeneres show. And they watch the commercials. They don't fast forward yeah. to the commercials. It is a bunch of like octogenarians just waiting to get like just see the doctor again for the third time this week because they just need someone to talk to. I, I, I will have y'all know. Uh, I, I kind of resent this conversation, acting like the Ellen show isn't a big deal. Uh, my dog, when I leave for work and leave the TV on so he doesn't feel alone, loves this show. So, I mean, you know, apparently, apparently oh, his you, opinion's worth nothing. Yeah, you and your your dog's Nielsen ratings. <laughs> Does your dog listen to the to terrestrial radio too? Is he is he is he the one that alive as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He started. Uh, he started switching over to the uh, to the Rush Limbaugh show for a little bit, but we we cut that off real fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fine. it's those bumper stickers that are like, "My dog is a Republican," and it's like, "Yeah, he eats his own shit." Like, he's a fucking moron. <laughs> Christ, Christ, Jesus. Um. Oh fuck. I yeah no uh it's really we had to draw the line somewhere and uh you know making fun of making fun of Nancy Pelosi was was one thing like we all make fun of Nancy Pelosi but uh but once the dog really started getting into you know dog whistles and- oh boo. Uh, boo, boo, boo 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 <laughs> uh, how dare you I, you know, I, I will not apologize. Uh, I've n- nobody has ever had to apologize before. Ellen DeGeneres never apologized. You know what? She still has a show. No, she, 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 she did cry. Who fucking cares? Yeah, she, whatever. Yeah. Even if it is canceled, like she's gonna make money off of the residuals for the rest yeah. of eternity. At some point, the humor did just become like, look, this 19-year-old doesn't know how to use a rotary phone. Isn't that funny? <laughs> God, I haven't watched like, Ellen in so long. That's all it was? That that was one bit. Is like one They have like a, like a game on the show where they just make fun of young people for like not knowing how to put in paper in a like uh, one of those dot matrix printers. Man, like it's, I, it's dumb shit like that. And I was like... I don't know if rich people know how to do this. They've never had to do anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, also, it's interesting. No one knows that she's been canceled. There's just been months and months of story of is Ellen canceled? <laughs> so nobody's <laughs> just kind of dragging it out. No, nobody's gonna check. Nobody's gonna fucking. I mean, I don't have like you know. 
I guess I could hook up the fucking cable box that uh, has been sitting <laughs> in my closet forever <laughs> that is technically included in my rent, but fucking, I'm not going to watch TV. Come on. <laughs> well, you know, now news uh, is basically nothing but uh, a place you send press releases to as far as entertainment oh, goes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm sure even turning it on is too much investigative uh, requirement um, for, <laughs> for entertainment media. Like, you know. If no one sent them a press release to announce something, they pretty much don't know what to do. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. well, once once everything is, you know, vertically integrated and everybody already gets all the same memos and then they just get their own talking points on each thing, everyone's talking about the same problem and so it's no longer it's no longer journalism, it's no longer news in the like traditional sense. It's just it's just, you know, we're spreading uh, you know, we're we're spreading the we all got the same tweet we all we all see the same tweet and then we're spreading it around to all of our different places. The problem is is that you know everyone on uh you know dolphin emoji Twitter uh gets you know different news very different news from the people that are watching Fox News, um, mm-hmm. and and that's where the real that's where the real disconnect in America is is that uh, you know as we've as we've moved online. As uh, people have started getting all their information from online, you know, we're, we're, how are you supposed to figure out if the Ellen Show is canceled if you don't know how to use Google? <laughs> um, but even Google doesn't help. I'm Googling. I still can't figure it out. I, I mean, that's that's also true. Like, yeah. even Google doesn't know. But like, <laughs> but, like, where would you go to figure that out? Would you wait for the next TV guide to come out and then you flip through furiously, like, sweat, it, sweat dripping off of you? Like, God, I don't see the Ellen Show in here. Which page is it? as we've moved online and our like our like information channels have changed rapidly like we we are we are no longer in tune with uh with you know what tv and and journalism uh media outlets produce and you know add tv guide to the list of things that I want to know who's keeping it alive. Like I was in a <laughs> who's fucking buying TV. Guy. Yeah, yeah, who's buying TV? It's guy? the fact that we've we've. Uh, it's the fact that we've allowed like science and medicine to keep people born be- from before 1950 alive <laughs> to this day. Like they are the like uh, blame big pharma and like the silent the generation because they, they fucking buy TV guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the solution. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god, TV guy! I have, um, I really hate that whole company because I don't know if you guys uh, remember. It used to be a great site, uh, Jump the Shark, but Jump oh, the yeah, Shark yeah. was a great mm-hmm. site. And TV guy bought the site just to ruin it. Like, I don't know if that's what kind of weird grudge against the site. Like, they just basically revamped it to make it unworkable. Then it, I mean, I've only seen like great business acumen like that from like Yahoo. Yahoo was usually yeah, running Tumblr into the ground. Yeah, yeah, just buying something just to ruin it. Like, hey, this works perfectly. Let's buy it because it works precisely because for some reason we don't believe we have the skill or acumen or whatever to build something like this from scratch. And now that we bought it and we bought it Mm. because it already works, now we're gonna tinker the hell out of it to ruin it, even though. Lack of faith in our ability to even create this thing is exactly why we bought a ready-made one to begin with. Like, like, like that's a Tumblr. It, I mean, it's that's a it's like I bought a car and then tried to upgrade it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's you like, oh, cool. You know yeah, I'm going to make this a little faster by, like, I don't know, putting some paint on it. Yeah. 
paint the engine with stripes so it goes faster. Make more aerodynamic. <laughs> Fucking there you go. You know what? Yeah, just I'm going put some to... like hot rod flames on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to kind of tie up this episode with a quick bow real fast. Um, I'm right here, before man. Before we get out of here. Um, shut. Listen. <laughs> uh, all of this could have been stopped. Capitalism could have been halted in place. We wouldn't have to be worried about Alphabet putting self-driving cars on the street if Yahoo had only bought Google for a billion dollars in 2002. Oh, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. That's, that's the answer. Yahoo mm-hmm. fucked up Tumblr for us. They took something that was... Well, arguably not good um <laughs> and, and made it worse and made it worse they should have done it with google we wouldn't have had you know we capitalism wouldn't have uh wouldn't have accelerated this quickly we would be we would be living we would be having the uh the vermin supreme marion williamson debate on the show and they they would be the actual presidential candidates and we would be the news uh the the media source for the united states yeah uh, do you yeah. guys remember what site it was there was some site people were Sharing it as a meme, like Yahoo bought something for a whole bunch of money and then sold it a couple years later for like a fifth of the um. It was it was Tumblr. Was it, did it sell Tumblr? I, I think that's Tumblr. Yeah, because yeah. they, yeah, they sold it to Verizon afterwards. Oh man, what yeah. chumps! <laughs> Why the fuck they, would you buy that, you idiots? <laughs> they bought it for two billion dollars and then they like sold it for like two hundred million. Okay. You can't. Oh, I can't steady. fucking make ad revenue off Tumblr. Everyone is broke and depressed. Buy okay. high, sell mm-hmm. low. All right, 1998 <laughs> is when Yahoo should have bought Google, but they refused to do it for a million dollars. 2002, they tried to buy it for three billion. Google wanted five billion. Okay, 2008, mm. they should have just antied up. Yahoo didn't want to be sold to Microsoft for 40 billion dollars, and then 2016, Yahoo was sold for four billion to Verizon. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? With people keep saying, "Oh." Yahoo made this mistake because this huge company, they didn't buy when they had a chance, this huge company. What people don't realize is it's not a mistake because if Yahoo bought it, the company wouldn't be worth that much today. You're you're judging the company by its what it became under non-Yahoo ownership. You know, like, mm-hmm. like all those companies under Yahoo would have folded or tanked. Absolutely. Yeah. I still maintain that Yahoo, that is evidence that Yahoo should have purchased Got them. Google. But, exactly. you know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's uh, it's it's also was probably at some point um illegal for such a big company to start buying up smaller companies like that. It's not anymore because <laughs> nobody gives a fuck anymore. But you know, there nothing fucking matters. Be, yeah, there used to be like antitrust like laws and companies that had guidelines and and they would have these papers, the best papers, I tell you. And it's just it's 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 it's, an, it's about trust, really. And trusting that, mm-hmm. that these companies weren't going to do bad. And that's why Google had, you know, don't be evil in there. But then they took it out. Then they, and we then they went and we don't trust beat businesses evil. anymore. Yeah. That's why, that's why we're communists. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because of Google. That's, that's all that did it. I Googled communism and then I became a communist. Oh, well, actually, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, also that. <laughs> I, mean, I Googled, I Googled uh, free PDF. Uh, 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 Conquest of Bread or Conquest, fucking free PDF. No, actually, no. You uh, googled free PDF of a book that you fucking didn't want to buy, and uh, you know, yeah. And they mm-hmm. didn't have it. It was they didn't have it. it. They and had that's, the Google that's what gotcha. like preview, which is like six pages, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm communist now." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what, who was that? Who Stupid. was that author that uh, flipped out? It's a really horrible. Chuck Wendig. Yeah, remember that guy who uh, 
single-handedly killed the whole um mm. online God. library because he was worried people were gonna steal his right yeah, yeah. And the guy is such a hack like it's never like the great authors you know um oh no 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 it's driven entirely by insecurity yeah yeah much yeah. like this podcast yep. yeah <laughs> i should know all the best ones yeah <laughs> <laughs> have you seen this horrible tweet exchange with lin-manuel miranda oh no oh no uh, that I, sounds no, i don't need to know oh i don't man. want to know anything Oh man, you've got related to Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> I have enough Lin Manuel Miranda brain worms to to fucking to last laugh. me a lifetime. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> full up, full up on brain worms. So no one's watching uh, him on the West Wing reunion special after after they finish recording this. I I, no. I I am totally stealing this joke from Twitter, but I really love the concept of all right. To drive, you know, non-voters to the polls, let's like a, let's make a reunion special of the West Wing of all <laughs> fucking shows. Like, yeah, that that'll do it. That's that, that's a show that appeals to people who aren't into politics. Yeah, those are people mm-hmm. who vote for fun. Like, like they look <laughs> yeah, forward to it they they actually years. like yeah they 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 actually like get really horny in the uh in the voting booth. <laughs> they it's a problem actually. They put on their influencer outfit. They they post an Instagram shot of them at the booth and they hashtag it and like at their sponsor i was sponsored to go vote today <laughs> okay so i'm gonna show you something that'll really, yeah. ma- really make the day oh no i hate that fucking picture so much <laughs> oh no yeah, oh, okay. uh, i didn't know who went who who windig was chuck windig was, yeah I he's the guy this. from that uh picture with him and lin-manuel miranda just making the dumbest yeah, fucking faces but i've seen this picture so many places and this is like meme to death now yeah I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Putting, I'm putting uh more more bets oh up. no <laughs> no wait you gotta see what he's we need qu- to end this podcast what he's quoting is really uh okay I'm, I'm gonna do one last one you guys gotta see this one this is the best one and then, then but i'm gonna read it out loud so people listening won't just um oh so, so you folks at home can follow along. Yeah, not, not miss out on the great. He had the thing. Uh, it's his coffee tweet. It's his. It's his magnum opus. But I can't find it because he he uh, blocked me. My, my favorite. Oh, no. uh, that's, first of all, that's fucking great. But uh, uh-huh. my favorite uh, take on um, if, if if you don't know what image uh, we're talking about, it, it's the one um, at underscore flower garden did a did a tweet. Uh, with uh, with Chuck and uh, Lynn together, and good flumpy morning to our epic wife. It's us, your two cromulent husbands. Is your noggin a little frizzle frazzled? I think you need an upgrade in the form of coffee and smooches. Maybe perchance some downstairs smooches for our smexy wife. Winky face. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how he tweets. <laughs> that's that. Uh, yeah, it's a twee like fucking yeah 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 yeah. But he's also like super horny, so he's always like writing about like, porn. <laughs> Twee and horny is yeah. a terrible combination. Yeah, it's really God. bad. I mean, isn't that just every guy who makes the soy face? <laughs> Good point. Yeah, twarny. Twarny. I'm twarny tweeting. It's... Yeah, twarny on man. It's all that soy in your diets, man. I'm sorry. Disgusting. Yeah. No. Uh. Uh. Are you? Do you want me to read this one? 
Um, yeah, right. so we can enter this one into the uh, enter this one into the record. <laughs> Pollute your listening. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, happy Thursday! I can't. I need to do my Alex voice. Oh, I think uh, this is the one. I think you found it. Yeah. Uh, uh, happy Thursday! You're a random scattering of genetic and mimetic material, culminating in a human hot air balloon full of farts and dreams. You're a creature of absurdity and invention. Go learn new shit and make cool stuff and live the best life you can. Go cuckoo, go cuckoo banana pants. Oh, and then uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda uh, quote treats with uh, Chuck. Can you like, can I like call you to take over my Twitter when I take long breaks? Uh, hard eyes emoji. Uh, uh, that, you know that's what? a level of reply you know guying what? that I am, I am fully uh, rejecting. I think. I mean, this is the, like, the, isn't this just a uh, like. All the McElroys, if they became one person. Well, <laughs> I well, think the reaction. I don't want to admit right. that, but yes. We need to put all the soy boys <laughs> in the gulag. Oh, one hundred percent. Sorry, it's me. I'm soy sorry, boys. Griffin. You please put me in the gulag <laughs> after the things I've witnessed. Sorry, Griffin. You're probably the best of the three, but you you are related to them. True. Uh, F in chat for the McElroys. Uh, but yeah. anyways, if you've made it this far. Through that killer of an episode, um, yeah. you're a true comrade, and thanks for sticking around. We'd like to shout out all of our patrons, especially Scott for contributing to our dialect- dialectical tier, and Spencer, not Thomas and Tim, for contributing to our Devil's Advocate tier. You keep the show going, and uh, you know we hope to uh, reinvest your investment into the show, back into the show, so that it's been invested in, so that we can call ourselves. Um, good capitalists uh, yeah. and you good capitalist pay pigs so yeah uh, that's that's know. that's what you're here for right yeah exactly let us know you liked our latest patreon episode uh we should have an exclusive e- episode that we recorded with pearson from coffee with comrades going up soon and we have a lot more uh uh ready uh waiting for waiting to be released to to you uh you know we just have to we have to properly time it out so we don't overload you with all the wonderful content all at once. Um, so remember, if you want to become a patron, you can do that for $5 a month. Or we do have a $1 tier so that you can spend the other four on bail funds. So yeah. uh, thanks again, uh, Trevor, for coming on. Uh, yeah, thanks wanna... for having me. It was fun. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. We try to have fun on this podcast. Otherwise, what? why would I <laughs> get on get on voice of these two schmucks once a week? when Dick tweets what else <laughs> well you know what better joy is there <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh honey it's time for your chuck Wendig tweet reading session <laughs> uh, uh but trevor do you want to plug uh what what you're working on uh what your show is doing any any cool content that you want oh yeah to, uh, I mean, listeners I, come check out well um lately the people in our discord have been um wanted to do a book club night and a movie night so we started doing it and it's um it's been pretty good so uh that's been a lot of fun the last movie we watched was network uh book we're reading now is uh settlers and yeah it's been a it's been a pretty cool thing but i mean we're doing a lot of things now streaming um which is which is a mixed bag because it's fun but it's like it's it's I don't know. Streaming makes the time go by like way faster than regular podcasting. I think it's all. Yeah, you hop on and like fucking four hours later, it's like, oh shit. (laughs) Yeah, and I used to think like people who stream for like four, like six hours, four hours, five hours, like freaks. But 
until you do it, you don't realize, okay, this, this just happens. You go into like a mm-hmm. black hole of time. It's it's just you don't understand until you experience it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. uh if you go to champagnesharks.com, that pretty much links to every place you could find us and everything we do. I think that's the easiest way uh to tell people to explore. Nice, nice. Hell yeah. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Check out mm-hmm. check out their Patreon. Uh support support all of our uh all of the shows that we simp really. Oh yeah, patreon.com. <laughs> yeah. Uh you know, Champagne Sharks, uh Minion Death Colts, specifically Tony, I'm sorry, Alex. Uh it's you know it's the 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 tier is Tony Geezer Alex. So yeah. uh, that's just how it goes. Um, Tony, Tony Tony, Tony and Geezer. <laughs> which tony is at the top i don't know they have to fight it out you know you know exactly which tony's at the top yeah and tony knows too exactly um no so uh <laughs> so we do we also have a reading stream that we do we we stream uh we do a reading stream we do a game stream um streaming is fun it's uh it's a it's a fun way to interact with people it's a great excuse to like spend four hours like playing video games or reading books that i it, it do better attending because it's scheduled than I normally would. I would normally just play League of Legends for like sixteen hours or Outer Worlds, um, uh, you know, whichever I'm I'm feeling, uh, and 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 not play either horror games or read uh or read any <laughs> actual theory. So it is it's beneficial for me to have the reading stream, even if nobody else benefits from it. So we do those Tuesday and Friday nights. Obviously, we release uh, this episode on Tuesday, and we release our bonus episodes on Friday. So check back for that. And uh, you know, if if there's more content that you crave, check out all of the rest of our social media: uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, also check out our YouTube and Dennis's YouTube. Yeah. All right. Take care, everybody. Yeah, everybody. Y'all have a wonderful week. Mm-hmm. Bye. Later's. Howdy, y'all. Don't forget to follow our link tree in the show notes to discover new things like our Discord, social media platforms, and all the places where you can listen to our podcast. Word of mouth is the best way to introduce us and other leftist creators to friends, family, coworkers, your AA buddies. Community is about more than hot takes online. And if you want to support our efforts, you can donate to us at patreon.com slash psychicdolphingarage, which is spelled how it sounds. Hope to see you on the stream tonight. Enjoy this music by JJ Dean. How the fuck I still got a full head of hair? Not a single gray. Fuck the cops. Family first. Every single day. Bringing a charm when I bring the alarm. My arms got a box cutter and sticky. We gotta abolish ice. We gotta abolish ice. Abolish it. No need to apologize to Holocaust apologists. For no reason we colonized the land and put up monuments. Dope needles. Dollar signs to globe stairs and astonish. I hope there'll be a punishment. I really want to get bloody. I really want to stand in judgment of anybody taking money from anybody in a struggle. Anybody gonna budget? Poor people getting 10 to 20 for some dumb shit. Corporations incorporating a bloodlet. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words.